Hi everyone, welcome back to the Audacity. So today I want to just do like a mental health check-in. I think that's how I'm gonna like separate like super research talking about something to like just shooting the shit because um I, sometimes I just like want to hop on but I, I don't really feel like I have no, I have anything profound to say but I just want to talk so I think this will be the space and that leads me into kind of like why I disappeared for a while because my imposter syndrome is bad like I just start doubting myself and, and then I start thinking like who the fuck cares about what I have to say like you know, it, it it adds nothing to the conversation. It's nothing new or maybe it's not insightful. So then I start thinking like, Ugh, I get nervous and anxious and I'm like, okay, so fuck it, I'm not going to do it. But I was talking to one of my former professors and they were like, you know, you just have to believe in yourself and I have to do it for me. Like, I mean, I like that other people listen, duh. I want to have conversations and be a part of that back in the day like this is for me and it's because I like doing it which I mean I love doing this it it's like an outlet for all my inner thoughts but yeah so I mean today will just be really water cooler chat and mental health check-in I think I'm kind of going through a plethora of emotions because well okay first of all I straight up missed my graduation (laughs) I missed the virtual graduation, so I couldn't make sure. Well, I wasn't going to go to the in-person graduation because um, I graduated early, so I'm like, okay, it's not that big of a deal. But then I was like, oh, I'm going to do the virtual one, but then I got super high, so I missed that. Um, and I can't tell if that's a good or a bad thing. <laughs> but, I mean, I guess I got my diploma, so that's all that matters. But, I don't Like, I, at first when I graduated, I was so scared because I'm not good, like, I can adapt, but I don't like extreme change. And like graduation, like when I graduated high school and I graduated college, it was like extreme change. Like I no longer do homework. I no longer have to go to classes and learn. Like I have to go get up in the morning and fucking work. And my parents don't even take me seriously. Like when I tell them I'm tired, like they've always known since I was a little kid, like, what are you tired for? And now that I have a job, I'm like, bitch, I work. And they're looking at me like, you're not tired. So invalidating um, how capitalism has already wreaked havoc on my body and the workforce, but whatever. Um, but yeah, that transition was really hard. And I don't know, like I reflect, I think I'm at this stage in my life, like when I reflect back on my college experience or just experience in general, like when I, how I started college is not how I left college. And I keep thinking to myself, like, I'll always say to myself, is like ignorance bliss like before I didn't have like I don't want to say my awakening before I I became the person I am today who sees things for the way I see them now versus when I came into college I literally didn't know what the fuck was going on and but then that's kind of how I would question myself and that's how I feel but now when I like look back at everything happens for a reason you know and I feel so blessed to be able to walk out of college with four friends, four besties, well, five. I have Haley, Nick, Alonzo, Kennedy, and there's one more. Are they really my best friend if I can't remember? Four, okay, I lied, four. Okay, but that's still kind of a lot. That's a lot. So, but I have four people. I say, I think I said Alonzo. Okay, anyways, that's kind of a lot. So, I don't know. I'm like, okay. I'm also the type of person where sometimes I just wish things could end better. But that's not how life grow, grow. That's not how life. 
goes, I know you're sad and tired, but you'll get over it. And anyways, but one thing I've learned is that you can't get closure on certain things and you just have to make peace. And also like how things ended is how you learn how not to do like in a lot of miscommunications with my friends, it's taught me in with the friendships that I do value how to communicate properly. But also like one thing I've had to really work on is just letting shit go like dead ass. Um, and just be like, okay, like, let's just chop that shit up to the game and move forward. Everybody's going through stuff. And it wasn't until, like, I had my mental health breakdown in October 2020. (laughs) Like, it was so bad. Like, I I didn't get out of bed. And this was in the middle of my winter quarter. So this was my last quarter. Was it? Or was it fall? Fall, fall. It was fall. October was fall. It was in my fall quarter, and, like, it was one of my last stretches, and I just, like, I didn't get out of bed for three weeks. I, like, was, like, you, you remember Rue and Euphoria when she, that's literally what it was like. It was so bad that when I peed, I was peeing, pee concentrate, and there's nothing else in my pee, so it was just straight pee. Like, no nutrients, no water, no nothing, because I just, like, slept, and I was just so depressed, and I think it's for the first time I had to really wrestle with my thoughts, because when you're in school, like, when you're just in this, you know, capitalist run or just, like, you know, our our linear path in society going to school, but also, like, compounded with compounded with other intersectional identities for anybody, and then something happens and you just have to sit still, I couldn't handle it. Like, I literally broke. I was, like, a scratch record. Like, literally, that's how my mind felt, like, a scratch record. So then I ended up going, like, antidepressants, um... And I feel like a lot of people don't talk about that. Like, I'm, my name is Leah, and I'm on an antidepressant. <laughs> Hi, Leah. Welcome, Leah. Um, that's just the audience in the back. <laughs> but I went on Zoloft. Um, and, like, the first couple months were rocky, but I can't, like, and the downside is I've gained weight with this. But I'm, like, I can't even fathom getting off this regardless of the weight gain because it just showed me that, um... I was like missing serotonin, like I was missing something and I was really sad. And um, I mean, what I like is it hasn't necessarily, it hasn't changed my personality, but I think with me, because I'm like severely anxious, um, I'm overly sensitive and overly reactive to the things that are in my environment, but it helps me kind of put that wall up to be able to process things without reacting. Cause that's my problem is I react instead of, you know, looking outside like looking outside myself and taking you know stock and so like my the antidepressant helped me do that and I wouldn't have gone on this anti- I'm not gonna out him but like without one of my best friends like I saw him go on it and like in the black community no one and I'm pretty sure in most minority communities I'm sorry it's just I don't know I can only speak to my experience um I don't want to speak over someone's experience but we don't talk about depression we don't talk about mental health and um, so when I was like, oh, my men's my grandma was like, Leah, what, what's wrong with you? That's what she said. And I was like, girl, I'm depressed. Like, I'm sad as fuck. That's what's wrong with me. That's why I need that. And I think also one thing that's also me with is setting my boundaries, but not just setting my boundaries, not feeling bad about setting my boundaries. Because like that, I'll set my boundaries with my parents and they'll make me feel guilty. Like they'll say I'm disrespectful. For just saying I really don't like. And I'll be like so nice. I'm like, I just don't really like when you do that to me. So it's taught me to like set my boundaries and be okay with the changes of what happens after you set your boundaries. Also therapy helped with that. My therapist Jamila is um, a queen and I'm, I'm trying to see her, but I can't log into the portal and maybe I'm procrastinating, but whatever. 
I don't know. And also, I'm kind of sad. I The only thing I'm actually really sad about graduation is I'm losing access to the academic journals and, like, access to... You're losing... I'm losing access to the paywall of academia, which I'm fucking sad about because... Um, I, I, is it nerdy? I don't know. Like, I like to read some articles about some topics. You know, I was doing some research for, you know, Black Women in Reality TV, which is going to be my next educate. like, that's going to be my next research piece. So, yeah, I think that's one thing I'm going to miss. Um, can I be honest with y'all? College is not the best four years of my life. And I need people, I mean, I guess it's relative to everybody's experience, but let's stop with the bullshit. Like, if that's the best four years of your life, then what does the rest of your life have in store for you? Like, I was always the person where I didn't really hold stuff. I was over school in elementary school, period. Like, I hated school. I thought school was a bunch of shit. And it is a scam. Like, it's a harebrained scam, but then it's not a scam at the same time because I wouldn't have my job without my college degree. But also... I, I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't think it's necessary. It's not It's not necessary to be successful. And, you know, but what does successful mean, I guess, in your sense of the word? Because I think when we look at success, we're thinking like capitalist success. But I don't really think that that, like, I don't really think that that's success. So I don't know. It's to, each, to each their own. But I was just the person that I knew I was bigger than high school. And, bitch, I know I'm bigger than Santa Clara. I know I'm bigger than college. So, I mean, I guess, I guess maybe it was some people's best four years, but also I'm like, are y'all bitches the ones who's going to peak in high school or peak in college, which I think so many bitches in our graduation class are going to peak in college. Sorry. And mm, I'm, I'm sorry if that makes, I'm not sorry that that makes me sound like a hater. I think it's more of a critique, but yeah. And then there's some people who I just know are going to do amazing things. Um, so yeah, I think that's kind of where I'm at. I straight up missed my graduation. And also, my parents used to always say to me, like, Leah, you're going to wish you were a kid. And I do. I'm tired already. I've been adulting for three months, and it fucking sucks. I pay all my bills. And yes, while that's a flex, it's not. I, I, if someone was to pay my bills, I would be okay with that. Also, so I went out. I really want to do a podcast talk about this, but... I already know I'm going to, I don't want to hurt my male demographics feelings. <laughs> so there's that. Um, but then also, I don't know, it makes me kind of sad because it's such a large conversation. So I went out um, last Friday and we met these guys along our journey to where we were going. And I don't know, like, he's like, well, Leah, why, why don't you have a boyfriend? I'm like, I really do think I intimidate. Not only, which, this really pisses me off because it's racialized, it's gendered, it's everything, but I'm intimidating to those around me, like, including just peers, particularly white women uh, and men. I'm, they think that I'm very intimidating, and I'm like, I wish y'all bitches knew. I have zero bite. I mean, I'm starting to get more bite as I go on, but, like, previous to this, I, I was all bark. And so, I don't know, I think I, I do want to have a talk about this. I, I, it's, about, it's about colorism, and I want to get into it. Uh, but I think it's for a later topic um, when I'm feeling up to it. But, yeah. So, that's just, like, my mental health check-in where I'm at right now. I, when I had previously recorded another one, I think I was pretty I was in Texas, so I was lonely. I am so lonely. Um... Yeah, anyways, I was lonely because I, I don't know what possessed me to move to a whole new city where I don't fucking know anybody, but, you know, whatever. You live and you learn. 
Um, but now I'm back at home. And so being with my family and just being with familiars um, has been nice. So I'm more on the up and up. And I've been taking my meds consistently because if you miss a day on Zoloft or a couple of days, like your shit can kind of be a little off. But yeah, that is my mental health check-in. We're A-OK. Um, one step at a time. Da, 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 da. I was going to say one day at a time. But one day at a time. Um yeah, I, I literally live for one day at a time. Whatever today brings me and then tomorrow, what that brings me. We'll see tomorrow. Um, but yeah, so another thing I want to talk about was um, Lynn Manny Miranda. Lynn Manuel Miranda. Say that three times fast. Um, you can't, I bet you. But any, okay, so In the Heights, that's what I say. In the Heights, did it premiere? I don't know. In the Heights is out, right? And so when I first saw the commercial or the the trailer for In the Heights, I was already not interested because I didn't really see any black Latinx folks. So I was like, um, I'm not interested. Or Latinx, Latine. I'm not sure. But I'll say both just for safe measure. Um, but yeah. And so I was kind of like, uh, I'm kind of not already interested. But then when it got released, I was like, and I, and I knew it was Lin-Manuel Miranda. I was like, I'm super not interested. I will give him Moana. I did enjoy Moana. But I will say that Moana was a, you know, um, Pacific Islander cast kind of based on the storyline and the plot and the demographic of the story, right? Okay, so that was on the mark. I will give Lin-Manuel Miranda that. Now, Hamilton, um, I don't know. I'm sorry. I really don't know. I like start to do some research to debunk why I think Hamilton is some bullshit. Okay, and maybe it's cute in another world, another fantasy. Uh, I was gonna see. Sweet, sweet fantasy, baby. Um, anyways, um, today I'm on with my songs, like song association popping. But uh it's a multicultural slave fantasy. All of the founding fathers are slave owners. And just because the main character, Alexander Hamilton, happens to not be a slave owner, his parents were slave owners. And I Google I looked up on Wikipedia, his mom was gonna give him two slaves. Actually, and what were the slaves' names? Let's look that up while we're at it. Um, but she didn't because they were considered um illegitimate so they couldn't get it based on the wheel the will so i'm just saying like it's a multicultural slave fantasy that i'm just not into and maybe this i've heard that the songs bump i'm i mean lin-manuel miranda can write a song but um why so those are my that's my predisposition to this and tony 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 morrison she funded uh, an anti-play about like a play against Hamilton on Off-Broadway because she knew it was some bullshit. So I'm going to side with Tony on that. Miss um, Morrison. Okay, let me pull this up. On slavery. Let's see. The slaves' names were, and in this article they refer to black people as black. So I mean, Christian and Ajax. Awful. So anyway, so then Lin-Manuel Miranda um I just looked on Twitter and said the Girl Scouts are stuck with over 15 million boxes of unsold cookies. Um, okay, okay, sorry. Lin-Manuel Miranda. Uh, <laughs> someone said Lin-Manuel Miranda casting in the Heights. And then it's Dino Rodriguez saying, niggas give me he beat Jeep beats. Anyway, so basically they were like, how dare you cast this movie, you know, without color. And someone on the route... Uh, 
was like they questioned the casting director it's like where's all the black people like black you know latina latinx people and the cast director's like basically like, they came but they just didn't get paid he's like this was a, a topic of conversation of course like blah 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 blah, blah. so um, and <laughs> there, yet again there's no you know and i think that's just kind of fucked up because if you're kind of representing you know the heights in new york i just think new york is so diverse in terms of their latinx latina population in color and that's just really fucked up so i just can't get my money there but then the twitter discourse was we showed up for y'all when it came to black panther and you, you see that energy that's so disgusting to even say that to another person like to say it to a black person like can a person not point out that there's a lack of color okay like you know, and it's not a competition. We're just saying, like, and then someone's like, well, why do we hold, you know, these movies to a high standard? Like, we hold, you know, BIPOC or marginalized movies to a higher standard. And I'm like, well, I was gonna say they should know better, but honestly, they probably like they probably don't know any better, or they probably just don't give a fuck because there's no consequences for not, you know, being diverse in terms of skin color. But then also, you know, in you know, BIPOC art or you know art by marginalized communities there there should be allowed to have mediocre people like white people have a lot of mediocre people and they put out a lot of mediocre movies um and i to be honest with you i don't think will ferrell is that funny and i don't think i don't think and i, I don't I, this is not a hot take to me Django is not funny so yeah there are some very mediocre things out there by white people uh uh Pody Hemplow, those two movies so or not those, well, Django, yeah, okay, anyway, so, yeah, I think, I don't know, it did have good ratings, but also, it's not very diverse, so. okay, anyways, yeah, so I will not be going to see it in the Heights, but ultimately, what I'm really upset about is that, like, being, dark-skinned people are always an afterthought, like, um, I've said it multiple times, and I'll say it here again, like, a prime example is, like, when we think of, and I, I ask this to every black guy I know, particularly once I'm interested in dating, because I want to know where your brain is at. And they, not one can ever get this fucking question right. Name someone, I asked Alonzo this too, but name someone who is like a black, young, dark-skinned actress who is well, like critically well-regarded like Zendaya. You can't. You would say Kiki Palmer, but like I said, she's D-list. I and I know that sounds bad, but she is like no one really like. I mean, she's giving us yes, like she's giving us um, what is she giving us? Entertainment, but she's not giving us actor like thespian. Like that's not the vibes we get from her, and that's not the vibes I really get from Zendaya either. I think it's like we will give light skin um and or we will we will give light skin people the ability to be mediocre, and it's irritating as fuck. Like, so I just hate that the fact that we're off we're an afterthought, and like my like if you go to the heights. And you felt like you, well, I guess the problem is it's from his own perspective. And when something doesn't affect you or you don't see it, then it's not your problem. And it's very, like, honestly, I think that's what it is. Like, it, it's a very apathetic world. So I guess that that's what's happening, which I mean, I guess, okay, go ahead, Lin-Manuel. Um, but I just don't know if you can get my black dollars. Okay, also sidebar, was Crazy Rich Asian problematic? Just curious, because I went to that movie to support, um, but it also didn't really have any dark skin, um, 
Asian people. But that, I don't know. Just let me know. Was Crazy Rich Asians problematic? Because then maybe I shouldn't have spent my black dollars there. But it's nuanced, right? So, okay. Last thing that I really want to talk about. Like, someone who really irks my spirit is Kevin Hart. I'm not kidding. Like, he literally sends me to the moon and back with anger. Because he basically was like... He wrote an article about how, or he was in an article about how he, even though he's only had two good reviews in movies, he's still talented because he's still like the top comedian, all that other shit. And like, and that he's speaking back against cancel culture and stuff because people, he was canceled for making um, homophobic jokes on Twitter, which he fucking deserved because you didn't fucking apologize after people asked you to apologize. So you, there you go. That's your fucking fault. But he got on the internet and was like, you know, people, they need to stop canceling me. And I'm like, if you didn't care so much, then don't speak up and say stuff. Like, hit dogs, hit dogs hollered the loudest. Move through life knowing that. If you really didn't give a fuck, you wouldn't say anything. I do not give a fuck. So I'm not going to say nothing. Um... And that's his fucking problem. And also he said that he can't be the comedian that he was when he started. And I really don't think that humor is not based on how offensive you can be by making the most offensive jokes. It's just not. Like, are you funny or are you not funny? Like, personally, my humor is laughing at people because I think people are funny. I think that people are funny. I was talking to my dad and he was saying, like, his uncle told him that, um, eight out of ten people are stupid and that's true i'm sorry like sometimes i'd be thinking like oh they 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 know better but common sense is not common folks it's really not it not everybody has common sense or the one plus one attitude they're more on the two plus five equal or two plus five equals six or five i don't know like they're just not they're not they're not mathing they're not mathing and the equations are not mathing so yeah, I just think that Kevin Hart should really shut the fuck... And he cheated on his wife and then had the audacity to say, well, my boys weren't there. <sighs> like, when are we going to take personal responsibility for our own actions, right? Um, so, yeah, I think that Kevin Hart should shut the fuck up forever and not make rude jokes and nasty jokes. And that's it. And he also thinks he's one of those... He's a part of the Diddy Squad, the um, like the Black Millionaires Billionaires group, and... My favorite invention on Twitter is LLC Twitter. Because it's like, what are you doing with your money? Like, you need to start a business, you know? Um, or it was, it was one of the questions was, would you have, rather have a million dollars or meet with Jay-Z? What? Give me the million. I could care less what that man has to say. There's nothing he could say that can make me poof and make money. Um, but, like, he's a part of that group. And I'm like, can y'all, like, go to the corner? Like, you're not representative of us. And I think that, like... Black people are really, or not black people, but the rest of the world is really stuck up on like these. Like, you're, if they can do it, you can do it too. Just pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Uh, bitch, I ain't got no straps and I ain't got no boots, okay? And the boots he's wearing probably are not cute and I want different boots. Like, come on now. Like, that that doesn't track. So um, I think that's really all. He irritates me all the way around. And yeah, like... Black billionaires irritate me all the way around. It's just not possible. And not that it's not possible. It's like capitalism was literally not made for us. It was me- It was made to monetize and force labor onto black bodies. So you can't just flip it and reverse it. It's your... 
you can't do that okay so that's not how that works but I mean that's just really where my mental is today just want to hop on and say hello do a mental health check-in you know hate adulting what's new but also congrats to all my grads like super proud of y'all I love seeing I love seeing everyone's LinkedIn announcements and LinkedIn announcements are only fun when you have a job when you don't have a job LinkedIn announcements like literally make you want to go jump off a cliff and that's capitalism too like the fact that you're posting on LinkedIn excited because you have a job like honestly no one should have jobs we should just all be able to live off the land we we should all be on our respective continents right right okay love that right 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 thanks crowd um because I have a I have a live audience today um oh oh one thing I did want to say before I go is I can relate so much to Kanye's college graduation album is it because I graduated college wink wink I don't know but like his song I wonder I'm like Jesus Christ like speak to me or everything I am I I'm gonna make a playlist with all like my real ass songs there's also this song called um what's up by these white ladies called four non-blondes and basically the lyrics are as I wake up in the morning and I step outside and I take a deep breath and I get real high and I scream to the top of my lungs what's going on pretty apropos right so also okay doja cat sorry that was an accident but doja cat need to know bitch like i want to be so mad at doja cat but the music is so good like i would go pages even though but here's my thing i think that only black people should speak on it because she may have an internalized view of herself that she doesn't like and that's none of my business it's none of my bit like that's none of my business okay uh, I, what I do know is that she is the moment. The music is the moment. It's good. It's good. It's good. And you can't say it's not. So go stream, not go stream, not anyways, go listen to need to know. Okay. Also, before I go, I, I, what are y'all thinking about Meg's new song? Hands on my knees, sick and ass on my thought shit. Like my take is girl, I'm kind of sick of hearing this shit. Like some of this nasty, like, if you listen to Throat Baby, Throat Baby, with City Girls, I, like, have to skip every time, so I'm like, Jesus, this is graphic, so I don't know, um, but I don't know how I feel about hands on my knees, shaking ass on my sh- thought shit, also, I'm so, so Spotify has this playlist called BBE, Bad Bitch Energy, they also had a big dick energy, stop stealing Av, like, come up with some, come up with your own names, okay, like, stop being, tr- stop being trendy and black, but yeah, okay, well, everyone, you know, have a great rest of your week. I, I Also, before I go, I just want to get your opinion on this. I really want to do a Real Housewives podcast because they've just reintegrated uh, two of the shows. They've not reintegrated. They've inter- In 2021, you've heard that right. They've integrated two shows with one, their first black cast members on each. Um, yes. And so I want to do like a talk show because there's so much like good shit going on, but just let me know. But have a great week. Thank you for listening and tuning in to this uh, ramble of a hot mess. Um, Next episode will be more organized. Um, And yeah, I have a great rest of your week and I'll see you on the next episode.